What's up, everyone? Anchor, I'm going to tell you all about it. It is a free and convenient way to connect with your audience. It allows you to upload your podcast directly from using your mobile device or laptop. So it's easy to use and access virtually anywhere. Anchor also allows you to build a platform through Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, and many others. It's a great way to build your brand and reach listeners from everywhere. I encourage those listening who desire to create their own podcast to consider using this amazing platform as a helpful tool and resource to help your podcast to become successful. Love you guys. Down to Hello and welcome everyone. My name is Desiree Coffey. I am a chosen vessel to represent the body of Christ and inviting you to explore a deeper part of ourselves. Down to Earth is a faith-based podcast that incorporates biblical principles into our daily lifestyles. Get ready for an evolution. According to 2 Corinthians 5.17, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and a new life has begun. My question to you is, have you decided? Okay, so point number three is, who are we in this world? Next, I want to talk about our role in the earth. Okay. We are called to be in the world, but not of the world, according to John 11. And going even further, we can see in 1 John 2, 15 through 17, not to love the world or the things in it. When you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. And this world is fading away, along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. Wow. And this is from the NLT version, guys, too. I meant to mention that in the beginning. This is from the NLT version. So we walk by faith and not by sight, my dear brothers and sisters. When breaking down the context of these verses, the Lord is saying to live a life that is pleasing to him and not pleasing according to our will. So even in our environments, um, we should be imitating the character and likeness of God, not following the ways of culture. Why? Because we are called to be both the salt and the light of the earth. We cannot serve two masters, the world and God, for we will love one and hate the other. And that's in Matthew six twenty four. So we must make a decision. But I can assure you that saying yes to Jesus will change your life for the better. The word Christian literally means being a follower of Christ. And what did Jesus say time and time again to those who wanted to be a part of his journey? Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, pick up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. I encourage those listening to surrender your life to him. Because only then will you actually step into the divine purpose he has for your life. There are many paths to take in this world. 
the way to hell is very broad and open. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, but those who are wise <laughs> will understand that the path to salvation is straight, straight and, and narrow. narrow. Yeah. So now let's go back into Matthew 5.13, being the salt and the light of the earth. If we first examine our true identity in Christ, being the salt and light should naturally be made manifest. However, if we don't believe or accept our true identity in him, then being the salt and light will become harder to balance. It makes me think of a double-minded person when deciding between the world's perspective versus what the Bible actually says. Think about how we are a direct reflection of Jesus, who is also God himself, when we desire to be like him. God is love, but he is also a God of righteousness and justice. It is important for us to know and study both so that we can become living examples of him. In a watered-down version of the gospel today, it's easy for many Christians to sit on the sidelines and just watch the disaster going on in the world. We desire to love people, but we're afraid of exposing the truth. Due to fear of man, we grow silent at a time where our voices are needed the most. Now is not the time to just sit around and do nothing. There are lost souls literally wandering around this planet in need of a savior. And his name is Jesus Christ. Just like the salt, if it loses its flavor, our food lacks something significant. I know when I taste something that don't have no type of season, Girl, I'm like, eh. send it back to the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> so how are we, the church, being useful for the kingdom when we continually take a back seat? Just like light. If you keep it hidden, it makes it harder for those around you to see it. The Bible encourages us time and time again to shine that light that God has given us. Why? Because it drives out the darkness in the same way that love drives out hate. Remember y'all singing that song in church? This little light of mine. Hey, I'm gonna let it shine. Oh, this little light of mine. Hey, I'm gonna let it shine. Oh, sisters let your light shine for the world to see like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden so during my quiet time one day i came across jeremiah 9 23 to 24 in the nlt and it says and the lord said don't let the wise boast in their wisdom or the powerful boast in their power or the rich boast of their riches but those who wish to boast should boast in this alone that they truly know me and understand that I am the Lord who demonstrates unfailing love and brings justice and righteousness to the earth and that I delight in these things. Mm -hmm. I love how this scripture clearly explains who God is and the power that he holds. Mm -hmm. 
And speaking of power, many of us don't even recognize the authority we have. Stop allowing the God of this world, lowercase g, y'all know who I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. to talk you out of what your heavenly father has already spoken over you. And that's on period. Amen. Amen. So, do you have anything you want to add to that before we move on to the next point? Uh, No. I think exactly what you said is exactly what needs to be said. Um, Our, our, like, our authority over demons and the gods of this earth like we have far more authority than them Mm. but I think because of how we're how when we are so worldly minded Mm -hmm. we don't think about the power that we hold in the spirit Mm. right so we tend to down down ourselves and think we're not big enough like God literally made us a little lower than angels yeah not saying demons don't have powers because they do because if we're still sinning that means there's there's still a sense of power there Mm -hmm. but we have like the authority within us is greater than them but we struggle to find that yes greater is he yes to me than it is in the world so yes we struggle to find that um and i think that's something that comes along with your walk with christ Mm. because like previous previously stated like all those circumstances that you go through, it's building those fruit of the spirit. That's right. And eventually you're going to get to a place where you, you're like, the enemy is going to come back to you and be like, okay, this is another season. Are you going to conquer this one? And you're like, but I've already seen the characteristics of God in the previous situation. Mm. And he's still going to show himself the same way here. That's right. So what you're trying to make me afraid of right now, it's not going to work because mm. I've already known that characteristic. Yep. And I've overcome that. I overcome that. And, and and that even ties back into the El Shaddai situation, right? It's like God had to remind the Israelites, like, I've already shown myself to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's the same with us. Like, each time God is going, is showing us his characteristics in situations, situations when the enemy comes back and say are you going to react the same way as you did then are you going to allow god to be the god that he is now you're gonna like no i know the characteristics of god because he the same thing that he did in the past he's going to do it again here that's right and that's where we have to stand in our authority in knowing that because we know his our father's characteristics we know that the enemy doesn't hold power or mm. any authority over us. Come on. When we already know who our father is. That's he right. can't tell us our father better than we can. Yes. Right? Because he's he's been thrown out. Literally. It's like you're defeated. You're, you're mad. mad. That's not my problem. Okay. And I would have told you to go to God, but you ain't even got him either. Period. So, and that's you not about to put me in there. No. No. No, no, absolutely not. Okay, <laughs> so that's the importance of yeah. understanding God's characteristics, but that require us to also know His identity. Yes, and our identity in Him. Thank you, because if we don't know who He really is and the power that He holds, we don't even recognize the power within we, ourselves. Yes. Yes. That we have the authority to call on Jesus' name. Yes, and those demons literally tremble. Yep. That, mm. that's it. Yeah, that's it. So that's all I have to say. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really because that's that's really that's really it. Like, 
in order to have that intimacy with God, mm. you have to be able to pull those names, those different names that he has to those situations that he has put you in and be able to identify that and say, that's the authority that Christ has given me. Because if I know who my father is, then I know who I am in him. That's Therefore, right. Therefore, cannot, as the enemy, come and tell me mm-hmm. about something that I already know. You're right. Not, you're not part of the secret club. Right. Sorry. Period. You're not part of the kingdom. Sorry. Period. You're not getting an inheritance over here. Okay. You're going to be in the lake of fire. All your life. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so sorry for you, but not sorry. You okay. deserve to be there. So my second to last point is knowing the truth. What is the truth, right? So many people out there are looking for the answers. Mm-hmm. I want to help answer this question with one scripture that changes everything. Okay. Get ready, y'all. In our culture today, many people say, my truth. But there's only one truth. That is Jesus Christ. In fact, John 14, 6 through 7 says, Jesus told his disciples, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Amen. Amen. Okay? And if you really have known me, you would have known who my father is. Ooh, that sounds just like what we were talking about. My sheep knows my voice. Yes. Yes. So the world tells us that there are many ways to reach God Mm -hmm. through different practices, doctrines, philosophies, and theologies. But Jesus made it very clear and simple in scripture that there's only one way, and that is through him. Mm -hmm. There are so many people being deceived because they believe that there's some sort of loophole in the system. Like, whatever path they choose outside of Jesus will still guarantee them a seat in heaven. And I started to believe this notion, too, until Holy Spirit removed the scales from my eyes. Mm. So we must be careful when we say, I'm living in my truth. Because it can be misleading. And it leaves room for doubt and uncertainty because there's too many other people saying the exact same thing. Mm I believe that it fabricates and suppresses the urge to really discover the truth. Mm -hmm. So let's face it. As humans, we are curious by nature and constantly searching for answers in a world full of lies. Remember who the God of this world is. He is the ultimate liar himself. Mm -hmm. I believe God made us this way so that we will seek him because only God knows all. The more intentional we are about seeking him, the more truth will be revealed to us. Now, some of you may be wondering exactly how he does this. Well, I can tell you through the Holy Spirit. In John 14, verses 16 through 18, in the NKJV version, it says, Jesus says, I will, and I will pray to the Father, and he will give you another helper, mm-hmm. that he may abide in you forever, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him mm-hmm. for he dwells with you and, and will be with you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Isn't it so amazing that we don't have to not only do this walk alone, but our own human understanding is not contingent on getting to know Jesus, that he loves us so To send down his spirit to dwell within us, teach us, guide us, Mm -hmm. and comfort us. 
Now, I have another question for you. How has Holy Spirit helped you and your walk this far to discover more truth? Good child. Mm. I think when I first came into Christ before I received the Holy Spirit, I battled with a lot of mind um like mind controlling thoughts. Mm. Um Yeah of literally not seeing the enemy and his strategies and the things that he was coming up against me with. Um, And I believe it was getting towards the... either the end of last year or beginning of this year. Um, Actually, I believe... Was it last year? Wow, so I believe last year, October, was when I got the, um, the Spirit of Tongues. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And then God, shortly after that, started um, prophesied to me that he will start showing me ways that the enemy is coming. So mm. I know how to properly, like, strategically pray mm. or to kind of see what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And so when that happened, Holy Spirit had been able to start speaking to me. And so, man, a lot of the things that I've gone through or even starting from this year has been really because God has become a confidant to me. Mm. Um, And Holy Spirit has become a confidant. Like in Mm. the terms of I would be having horrible days or days where things just aren't going the right way and I'll 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 pray and I'll have a sense of peace Mm. or I'll pray and anxious thoughts won't come as 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 hard because I suffered like I have a generational I had um generational cycle of anxiety and worry and it runs and it runs in a family but Holy Spirit has been able to minister to me in a way where it doesn't become so overwhelming like it mm. used to. Um, I I wish I could really put into words how Holy Spirit has been able to do it. Mm. Because sometimes I would just be sitting and just the thoughts that, the tormenting thoughts that I would get in the past no longer it's like the holy spirit dwells there now yes and so i would just be randomly sitting and i'll just be looking through stuff or you know reflect on my life and reflect on what's going on with my emotions and holy spirit will literally pick it up and be like this is what is going on and this is what you need to pray on this is what you need to pray about um and then being able to see where the enemy is coming at like because mm. in the past I wouldn't be able to know I'll be I'll get I'll be hit with different things and I'm like what's going on like why am I feeling this way or what is the enemy trying to do and literally holy spirit will tell me this is this is exactly what the enemy is doing and you mm. need to pray against this or when it concerns people in my family and I think this is something that I had to even grasp because I still don't understand the authority that I have I'm learning I'm learning but my mom 
will literally call me up sometimes and she be like, can you pray for me? And I'm sitting here like, what? Like, you're asking me to pray for you? Because mm. in the past, I would think, like, oh, I'm too little to do it. Like, I don't have any authority. I don't, like, clearly wow. nobody sees anything in me to ask the for help. The devil is a liar. But my mom will, like, when she's experiencing something that will probably bring anxiousness to her, she'll call me, she's like, can you pray for me? And when she did that this week, I was so shocked. I was like, oh, you're asking oh. me to pray. Like, I think little things like that, it doesn't seem like much, but sometimes you don't know how other people see you. Mm-hmm. And when I prayed for her, it was Holy Spirit there again, right? Mm. I, I can't separate myself from Holy Spirit. And I and yeah. I don't I don't know I don't even know how to explain that. It's like when you say people can be like double-minded in the world like you go Mm. in the world you do one thing and then you come back to christ trying to get back in the graces of christ it's like like within myself i just feel like holy spirit is always around Mm. it's never a time where i can't call on him and he's not there unless i'm sinning and i'm running away from god like Mm. he he will hide from there because where where god isn't at Holy Spirit is not going to be there. Like, God has to be there for Holy Spirit to be there. Um, but he's been so close. Like, in moments of loneliness, I can still pray. And I'm like, God, I'm feeling really lonely. Mm. I need help. And Holy Spirit will literally start lifting up my spirit, man. Like, ministering to me. Like, you're mm. not alone. I'm here with you. Like the things of this world isn't really what's gonna what's gonna really make you happy. It's me. Um, I've had instances where I would wake up from a dream and I would have crazy heartbeat, like literally feeling like I'm, my heart's gonna stop, and anxious thoughts. And where Holy Spirit would start literally reciting the scripture back to me. Like one time I woke up woke up from a very anxious dream and I just felt like my heart was about to like I don't know I don't rightly know how to explain it but it feels like your heartstrings like somebody yank your heartstrings apart mm. and it felt really painful and the Holy Spirit was like okay go to Psalm 23 and in the middle of my sleep like I pull out my phone in the dark and I'm like oh my god the light is so bright I'm about to burn my eyes <laughs> And I'm scrolling through and I'm like, I don't want to open my eyes too big. <laughs> and I go to Psalm 23. And then I, re- and I started reading, the Lord is my shepherd. And as I started reading that, it was like the Holy Spirit had me repeating that like a lullaby. And I went to sleep Aww. in five minutes. Like normally in the past, I will wake up from that anxious feeling. Yeah. And not be able to go back to sleep again. Wow. And I'll be pacing around my room and just thinking, thinking, thinking. But that was an extraordinary moment for me because it was like even when I was asleep and the spirit of anxiety wanted to come over me, like Holy Spirit woke me up and said, read this verse. Mm. And in in my obedience in opening up and reading it, he literally used that verse as a lullaby to put me right back to sleep. And when I went back to sleep and woke up the next morning, I didn't even feel the heaviness. It's little things like that. I think that 
I find really grateful because it really shows to you that even when your flesh is asleep and in its most vulnerable state, your spirit man and your Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is always awake. And it knows and it's warring for you. Because if, if I didn't have him before, if I didn't have Holy Spirit before, like I said, in my anxiousness, I, I would literally feel like my world is coming to an end. But in the instance where I felt like it was coming to an end, he ministered me back into a state of vulnerability, but I felt safe in that vulnerability. Mm. When I went back to sleep, I was vulnerable because anything could happen. But he's like, in the place where you felt the most weakest, where you felt like you can't defend yourself, I'm that verse that you read to yourself back to sleep of God's words of his truth, I'm protecting you in that. And mm. I think that's the importance of this whole thing of my truth, my truth. Like, the world has so many lies because of the, the, the God of this world. Mm-hmm. He can use the truth, but he's going to use it to manipulate, to control, to, to, to turn it into a whole different lie. Like he did it with Adam and Eve. They knew the truth. He went to use the truth, but he used it to manipulate them. He mm. used the truth to question their, their, their belief and their faith in what God said, right? It's the same here. We cannot, we cannot have our truth because we're not even good. We were born mm. from sin. We were born out of sin. We're yes. not good. We're not naturally good. Mm-hmm. We need the help of God to be good. That's right. So therefore, our truth can can never be true. Like, yeah. God's truth is the truth because it stands the test of time. Like, truth never changes. Mm. You don't ever have to defend truth. Yeah. But then when you're constantly saying, it's my truth, you're, you find yourself defending your truth all the time. time. Is that Ooh, not exhausting? That is so good, Ruby. Wow. Is that not exhausting? Because you can say, oh, it's my truth. And I realize people say that when they don't want to be held accountable for something they've done. Ooh, that's good. That's really, really good. Okay, how is it your truth? Is Mm. it your truth because that's how you feel? Let's be mindful that feelings are very fleeting and feelings are fickle. Mm -hmm. Feelings lie. They lie. Mm -hmm. So how is it? how how is that my truth the truth it's not the truth mm-hmm. it's 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 probably something that you identify with but yeah. that doesn't mean it's the truth yeah it's based on our own perspective ideology yeah mm-hmm. and god is basically saying don't put your thoughts higher than mine because if that's how you're feeling then how is that your tr- if it's wrong it's wrong mm-hmm. but we're in a world where accountability is no longer a thing and i I'll be fair with you. I, God has to like, God had to get me to a place where I also learn how to be accountable because when you're in this world, you can tend to have a victim's mentality. Yes. Mm. So a lot of the whole my truth situation is I want to be viewed as a victim. I want to be viewed as the decision that I made is based off of something that I've experienced and it's okay. Mm. No, it's not. You may have gone through something and what you've gone through could have been traumatic and it probably was traumatic and your feelings that you had at that time. Yes, you felt those things, but are they the truth compared to the truth of God? Mm. No, they're probably not. But we also as 
children of Christ, we have to be bold enough to say those things. And it's mm. hard to because I think we still have that sense of we don't want to be rejected. We don't want to be mm. crucified. We, but Christ had to go through all of that. Yeah. Christ had to go through all of that. And he so won't reject us. He won't. But we have to, like we said, we have to learn our identity in Christ to be able to be sure when we speak the truth the godly truth to other people that we're not afraid of being rejected by them because we already been accepted by the heavenly father that's right um the holy spirit has really it's been a counselor that's what i would say Mm. confidant and a counselor um he counsels me a lot um and some of the things that he's shown me i didn't my brain just can't even fathom how mm. like sometimes I think I'm, I'm like how did I get there like how do I how did I get to understanding how the enemy is coming at me and being able to understand the sneaky things that he's trying to do to get me to fall mm. back to familiar spirits to get me back to where I used to be yeah and that was literally God allowing Holy Spirit to just minister to me mm. and be able to tell me, well, you're feeling anxious about this because the enemy is trying to get you to have doubt. Mm. He's trying to get you to worry about what your future is looking like. Wow. He's trying to get you to a place where when you feel anxious, you're, you act out in fear. You act out in desperation, and that will cause you to get out of the will of God. And you're no longer going to be on the path of Christ because you're so you want to rescue yourself. You want to save yourself from things happening. And when He shows me that, I just sit back and say, "That's marvelous," because I would not have been able to see that in the past. I would have been going in cycles and not really understanding what's happening to me or what's happening to other people, but. Holy Spirit has really been the most one of the most monumental thing on me on this walk with Christ because I would have probably given up a long time ago. But Holy Spirit keeps encouraging me to keep going mm. and to not give up. Um cuz like I said, I don't like things. I don't like pressure. That stuff overwhelms me sometimes. Mm. But Holy Spirit has to be like, keep going. Keep going. Like, I'm. you're not doing this because of you. You're doing it because of what's to come. That's right. And so, um, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful that when we come into Christ and we are called as children, like, we are being blessed with such a gift. Because the rest of the world's that isn't in him aren't able to experience that um Mm. that friendship that um comforter that when you're in the middle of the night and you don't have anybody to talk to and you're alone and you're not in a relationship so you can't talk to your your husband or your wife you know but there's a god there that watches and sees and hears and there's the holy spirit that ministers within you that's like you got this it's okay. I understand that's what you're going through, but you're not going to always feel that way. Mm. Okay? There's a time for a peace and a time for a war. He's going to give you that peace. And then when something coming up, the Holy Spirit's smelling it. He's like, all right. <laughs> it's 
trying to step on that devil's head. Okay. Period. And he will bring that warring spirit in you too. Mm, That's good. Um, So he's just been a lot for me. Mm. And I I wish I could explain it even more. But I can't because I'm still grasping the beauty Mm. of it all. It's like open access to heaven. Yeah. That's what the Holy Spirit is for me. It's like just going to God and asking and God literally opening up the heavens and saying like okay Holy Spirit speak to me and it's like okay heavens open start talking to my daughter I want her to know this I want her to know this I want her to see this I want her to understand why I'm doing this and in the world I would have thought of and I think that's another thing that helped because I'm getting closer to Holy Spirit and God has gifted me with Holy Spirit. It allowed me to see my father as not the punisher because God is using the Holy Spirit to reveal things to me and showing me his intentions. Not to hurt me, but to prosper me because he has a plan for me, a plan for my future, right? Um, so, yeah. I love that. I feel really warm inside right now. Me too. I'm just like, this is such a vibe. Like, I just love this right now. I feel so warm inside. Yeah. I can feel God moving through this conversation. Yeah, because you asking that question just literally makes me realize, like, how much I'm loved to be gifted something that... um. I may have asked for, but I'm not even, sometimes you think of it like you're not worthy to have such access, Mm. but it is the inheritance of a child, right? And a parent won't ever give their child rock instead of bread, right? So it's like, oh, sorry, it's, 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 it's really, um, it's beautiful. It's it's really beautiful um, because sometimes you ask for the joy in the Lord and and when you're in bouts of sadness and you just say God I need your help like Holy Spirit will deposit something so joyous in my spirit I feel like a child mm. um, and sometimes I'll be in here and I'll put on a good praise worship and I'll dance and. When I'm dancing, I just feel like a little girl in her little pretty dress dancing in front of her father. And I have this really big, giant, joyful spirit in me that no demon can quench. And that's that's because the Holy Spirit within me is so happy that mm. it's like that joy overflow, overflows. And you feel so giddy. Um... And you feel silly, but it's like mm. a beautiful silly because it's just like I can be a fool for you, God, because that's what I feel like right now. And so just thinking about how God has been so faithful mm. um, yes, in taking me on this walk um, and knowing that I can't do it by myself because I've always had this impression that I can do it by myself. I always have to do it by myself. Um, but then God's saying, no, you don't. 
Like, I'm saying you don't have to do it by yourself, but I mean it because I'm gifting you with something else that's going to help you not do it by yourself. Um, and that's hard for me sometimes because God's literally having to tell me, like, when you're having a bad day, don't just say, oh, I'm having a bad day and move on. Be honest. I, I I even have a hard time saying I'm having a bad day. And God had to get on me about that. There's a in verse prophecy. that talks about, wow. There's a verse, I believe, in Psalms or somewhere in the Bible that talks about giving God an account yeah, of your day. Of your day. And I'm like, dang, how many times have I truly forgotten to just do that? And be honest about it. Yes, yes. Because I could be having a bad day. And because I don't want to disappoint my father, I would go to him and say, today was really good thank you for letting me have a great day but then internally i knew that day sucked (laughs) yeah it sucked yeah but i didn't want to go to him and be ungrateful that i'm still alive and breathing but he had Mm. to get on me on prophecy about that last the last prophecy i got where he was like you don't tell me how you really feel Mm. like you're so afraid of saying that you're having a bad day because you think if you say it it's gonna happen and i said yeah i cried i'm like that's exactly how i feel wow i don't don't want to admit that i'm having a bad day because i don't want it to seem like it's gonna get worse or it's gonna happen wow no i understand and he was like that's hypocrisy yeah he's like you put up a front that you want people to think you're okay but you need to let people know that you're not okay and that includes me too because you're Mm. you're showing that you're strong but you're really not strong and when you start telling me the truth about how you feel about how your day is going is when i can be able to help you because i can allow holy spirit to deposit things in you but once you stop telling me how you really feel you're not allowing me to do my job my lord <laughs> i don't know that would have messed me up <laughs> Girl, when i tell you i was told up on that deliverance floor jesus <laughs> no for real <laughs> ugly and even after that it was still hard for me to admit it but i start saying it baby you know, steps i'm having i'm having a rough day i need yeah. help um and that's still kind of it's 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 scary thing for me to say because like i said i think of him as my dad mm. like my father and i don't want to tell you know my father that oh i had a sucky day because then i feel like i'm not grateful that i still had a day like no surely there are other things in the day that was good but it still made the day hard right. the sucky parts that i had him but i have to slowly learn how to just say it and 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 allowing god to help me in that so holy spirit really has been a gift for me like a precious gift Mm. um i say it but i still need to back up my actions with it Mm. right and that that comes with time yeah comes with time but reflecting on it now the things that Holy Spirit has been able to show me, has been able to deposit in me, has been able to take out of me. Um, 
really makes me grateful because I can use that also to see things in my family that may be going wrong or maybe going a certain way. And I could tell my mom, like, uh, I can see this happening right now. And she may not even be aware of it, but I can already see, like, the tactics of what the enemy is trying to do. And when I tell her about it, she just sits quiet because, like, she knows it's true. Then I sit back, I'm like, old Ruby would have never known what was going on. Mm. I would have been like, what are you going through again? But then Holy Spirit would be like, she's doing, she's going through this. This could happen. This could happen. Mm. Be on the watch for this. So, yeah. I'm going to reflect a little bit more with um, that question because it it really is a blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, man. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. You imparted a lot of wisdom on that. Yeah. You really did. And I think that's going to really help someone listening to not be afraid of being vulnerable in front of that. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Mm. And that comes with time because yeah. you, you come from a world where you don't, you're taught to not trust anybody. Mm. And then you come into Christ and he's like, all right. Give me give everything. Me everything. And you're literally holding your fist like this, trying to like not hold it. Because you still want control of something. But that's that shedding that comes in that refining. Like you have to let go of some things. And in order to do that, of course, Holy Spirit is going to have to reveal a lot of different things about you. Mm. to yourself which is ugly beautiful things about you which we all find joy and we don't like the ugly things that we find about no. ourselves right? um, beautiful things about God his world his kingdom his principles um, yeah wow I believe that actually ties into my last point mm-hmm and the title of this is Becoming a New Creation, mm-hmm. Unveiling Your True Identity. So, in my opening, I mentioned the scripture, 2 Corinthians 5.17, um, in the New King James Version. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. We begin to discover our true selves when we make the conscious decision to walk with Jesus. The God who created the heavens and the earth with his very hands created you and I and knows the deepest parts of us that we often hide from ourselves Mm -hmm. and others. Through his spirit, we have the power and accessibility to dive below the surface and discover parts of ourselves that we were once blinded to because of sin. As we mature and grow in him, His word also gives us revelation of knowing who and whose we are. Although there is much beauty in the process of becoming a new creation, it can also be an ugly or daunting process. Think about metamorphosis, the the process in which a caterpillar becomes a butterfly. I was reading this article one day from the Scientific American, and it goes further into detail about the radical transformation. I actually found it quite fascinating. The first thing that stood out to me was the opening sentence right underneath the title, to become a butterfly. 
a caterpillar first digests itself. In other words, it's saying that the caterpillar dissolves or dies away to make room for what's beginning to take place inside of them. Wow. So the other interesting fact, which might gross some people out, (laughs) is that as the caterpillar or larva breaks down, it forms a soup or like a clump of cells known as a marginal disc and leaves the remainder of what's needed to develop into a butterfly or a moth. As most people know, before the caterpillar can become a butterfly, it must go through the process of being inside of a cocoon Mm -hmm. or a chrysalis. Mm -hmm. This outer layer is formed for protection. If one were to disturb a caterpillar during this time, it would hinder or delay the transformation process. And before this small creature can even begin going into the cocoon, which usually lasts anywhere from 5 to 21 days. Mm -hmm. Interesting. It has to first shut off dead layers. There's so much um, meat in this short passage of information. But to keep it brief, this is such a great example of what our maturation process looks like. Mm. Before God can give me a new identity in him, I must shed off dead layers, or in other words, let go of the past. Mm -hmm. This includes past wounds, past relationships, past traumas, past grief. I mean, the list literally goes on. This isn't to say that I have to be perfect. No, I can come to him as I am. However, this doesn't mean that I will stay the same. That's right. In fact, God can use a messy situation going on inside of me, just like the caterpillar moving around in a puddle of soup Mm -hmm. inside of the cocoon for his glory. The outer layer of protection reminds me of Jesus resting in the tomb after being crucified on the cross. Mm -hmm. He shed his own blood to save me from eternal death. During that three-day process, he was resting and being made new. No one knew that he had disappeared from that place and was now going to be raised in the spirit until the disciples went back to go see him. Just like a caterpillar, they don't look back. Mm -mm. You will never find a butterfly return back to the place of its death. What it was once was no longer, you know, it can no longer be. Mm -hmm. It has new life and new wings to sustain themselves while flying freely in the air. No longer bound, no longer stagnant. Another interesting fact about butterflies is that when it hatches outside of the cocoon, it isn't recognizable. What I mean by that is the same shape, color, and texture that its body once had Mm -hmm. has now been molded into something else that's even more beautiful than before. Mm -hmm. That's what it looks like when we die to our former selves and are born again in the spirit. We look unrecognizable to people because what they once knew of us has now changed. Mm -hmm. It's not to say that we've forgotten who we used to be because we even uh, even remember, you know, like the caterpillar still has important remains left that are needed for them to function and develop properly into a butterfly. So God won't eradicate every detail, mm-hmm. just the things that no longer serve us or please him. If we were to keep those things in the midst of transforming, it would destroy us. Right. How gracious is our father? Mm. The last thing I want to leave you all with before going into our last segment is walking in our identity with confidence. However, now I want to pass the mic back over to you and let you answer this one. 
So you can kind of tie in any last thoughts from that point that I mentioned. I was trying to keep it brief, but when you started reading, it was so many things that came into my mind. Um, I love that that process and that meta like that change with the caterpillar. Um, particularly the part that stood out to me was the suit part. Like, yeah. <laughs> the gross part digested <laughs> and, and, and and when you started when you started speaking about that it literally brought to mind our process in christ as well right like um when we receive his salvation we're saying that you are lord you are king above you there's nothing else right and we see you and recognize you as the Savior, the one who died on the cross for our sins, and that you are the all in all, and we are not even good enough, but we're wanting to take this journey with you. Once you receive that salvation is when the 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 spirit starts to change and the renewing of the spirit and the mm-hmm. mind starts to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And when that happens, that's coinciding with the caterpillar's death. Mm. because our flesh will also die we'll begin this process of death once we receive his salvation our flesh doesn't die immediately it goes through a process of death like the caterpillar um and it's so beautiful because the soupy digestive part about the caterpillar what just came into my spirit with that was when we are walking and we are when we're walking with Christ, we accept him, we take his salvation. The soupy part of the caterpillar is us being molded in Christ. That's our process. Like, that's the beginning process of us having, like, the potter literally molding us to be who mm. he wants us to be, right? And that means... Letting everything that you knew in the past, like God is going to start taking those things away. Mm. And God is saying, I want you to be pliable. I want you to be moldable during mm. those times. Because when we're, when we're coming into a relationship with God, it's two different things coming together as one. It's mm. kind of like a marriage, right? Yeah, literally. Two different mindsets, two different mm-hmm. lifestyles coming together. You're coming from the world, a sinful world, to something that is blameless, that is perfect, that's without a spot. Mm. That is the I am that I am. You're coming together. But he's saying, in order to come to me, I want you to be blameless. Mm. Like, I want you to go through Jesus Christ. I want you to go through the salvation to see me. Mm. And that requires you dying to your old life. Mm, That is so good. But I want you to be fluid enough yes liquid enough for me to mold you Ooh, i want you to be pliable yes. enough for me to mold you so when that caterpillar is digesting itself and then the soupy thing it's like god is saying don't be so rigid mm, mm, that's good that's don't so good be so rigid and holding on and insisting on holding on to your old life mm. because when you're coming into christ in that salvation i want you I want your body to be soft. Like, I want your spirit to be soft. I want your mindset to be soft where I can be able to mold you. I don't want you to come in stubborn. 
that's our nature though i don't want you to be stubborn i know you're going to be stubborn mm. but i want you to behave in that same way as a caterpillar where when you're in the juices everything is flowing mm. like you're in liquid everything is changing and flowing in 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 that cocoon when you're coming to christ he's like okay you came from a, a place of a hardness but i want you to be soft in me so that i can be able to mold you and molding you is molding you in the blood. It's molding you in coming into a whole different um, kingdom. Molding you into a whole different anointing and inheritance. And even in the caterpillar's juices, I'm thinking of it as us being digested in the blood of Christ. Oh, that's good. That's really good. So... We are no longer going to be recognized by our old self because we are being cleansed in the blood mm. and being molded in the blood, which wow. is the liquid aspect of it that I'm seeing. Yes, and that's so, really good. As the caterpillar is developing and then it comes out as a butterfly and it looks completely different from the old, uh, look different from the old personality and old perspective and the old itself it has oh my gosh it's so beautiful the butterfly now looks so exotic mm. it looks so different like when you go into a garden and you see a butterfly you'll see a butterfly because it has even various spots mm -hmm. the color is vibrant mm -hmm. when you see it you know it you'll know a moth from a butterfly yes but it stands out. Yes. And it's the same thing with us. It's like when we're coming into Christ with our salvation, it's cleansing us in the blood. We're learning we have to die to him, but we're being cleansed in the blood. We're being molded in him. And when we come out, the same things that the caterpillar or like the butterfly has of, of, of standing out and looking different and having all these vibrant colors and vibrant patterns, God has molded us in him to also have a certain pattern that could be recognized by people to only be attached to God. Wow. So when we are coming out as the butterflies, we stand out. That's right. We stand out because we went through a certain process that could only be identified to God, to mm. Christ. We are internally the fruit. The butterfly is the fruit of what the caterpillar went through mm. when we come out when god finally reveals us we don't recognize our old self mm -hmm. people don't recognize us matter of fact they're going to try to crucify us because we look different from what they used to yes. know right but they didn't go through the same cleansing process they didn't mm -hmm. go through the same molding process that we went through and we were changed to become the patterns that God wanted us to be when he Ooh. revealed us to the world. So the part where you're talking about the caterpillar still had like in, like certain things from the past, like certain things that needed to be identified to change into the, the butterfly, that portion brought to mind that we may still have some things in us that could be recognizable but the reason why we have those things within us, like how they happen with the caterpillar and butterflies, because we use the, we're, in order for us to understand the salvation of Christ, 
we still have to identify with certain like we still have to see the things that we did in the past in order to appreciate the salvation yes so we may not necessarily have those foundations and yes he can use the good the bad and turn it into good but when we receive the salvation is to say i can look I, I can look back or I can still understand like this is where I am now but recognize that I am like this now because that's what I was before yes. and it had to take his salvation and his grace mm-hmm. to bring me here mm. and that's what helps us to relate to other people yes who are going through similar yes. phases yes. of their lives yes. yeah. so you are not going to be recognized mm-hmm. by people but yet still you still need to understand that wow this is this is how i this is how crazy i used to think mm. like this is how wild i was in the world but because of him but because of by his grace i am here mm. and his like his love for me is so big that he decided to save me and i chose to walk with him i chose to walk with him to get to here Mm. so sometimes we're going to remember the things of the past but that's not to say that's who we are it's just to say that's who I was before the I am got me to where I am Mm. I need to put down a shirt (laughs) (laughs) that was good that was really good wow Cause that's who I was. Mhm. Mhm. But you can no longer crucify me for who I was. Cause that person's gone. Because I went through the metaf- metamorphosis. Yeah. I d- I'm not there anymore. That's right. I can recognize it because mm-hmm. I can see that's where you're at too, as a mm-hmm. fellow brother and sister, or as a person in the world that has not really grasped what God has done for me yet. Mm. But that's not for you to understand because you're going to have to also go on that own your own metamorphosis in order to understand mm-hmm. it. But that caterpillar stuff is so beautiful. Um it's wow. so beautiful. It is, isn't it? I don't know. And even thinking about it like a butterfly being in a garden. Yes. So just thinking about us being molded and plant, mm. having God's seeds been planted in us and us literally being, man, I feel like the word literal, I need to change it because I use it so many times, but we are a garden itself. And so imagine when a butterfly metamorphosis and comes out, it goes out to find nectar. Mm-hmm. It goes out to, and it goes to the most vibrant flowers and mm-hmm. going to get the sweet juices and it knows where its home is. It knows where it can get mm-hmm. nourishment from. It knows where it can get, you know, provision from. And it's yes. in the gardens. And it's the same for us. Yeah. It's the same for us. Like, we're going to go through periods where God is tolling, like, tell, like, tealing us. And we're going to go through process where he's molding us and refining us. And then when we come out, it's like we recognize who is our God Almighty? Mm. Who is that Al Shaddai? Who is our provider? Who's who's the one that watches over me? Who's the one that gives me sane mind? Who gives me peace? Who gives me joy? 
gentleness, mm. goodness, kindness, faithfulness. Who is? It's only God. And so we are becoming, we're growing up to become a fruit, but we know where our garden is. Like we know where we dwell and where we feel at home. And it's the same thing with the butterfly. When they come out, they know where their home is at. It's mm-hmm. in the gardens. Filled with wonderful plants. Filled with wonderful flowers that they can use. And it's even more beautiful because when they're receiving food and they're getting nectar, what do they do? They spread the flowers yes. again by their seed. And so when we come out of Christ, when, when we come out of hiding, when we come out of um, going through our metamorphosis in Christ, it's like, we step out, but then we're spreading this sweet gospel, which is the wow. nectar, like the butterfly. Yes. And as we're spreading the sweet gospel, we're also spreading the seed. Wow. Oh, and multiplying so good, for Ruby. the kingdom. That's so good. That's what came into mind. Wow. So that thing, I could go much more into it, but it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. Um God is so wonderful. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I, it's just, it's stuff like that. Yeah. That I'm talking about. It's like, that's what Holy Spirit does. Like, literally, he shows me these things. And so when I sit back at it, I'm like, yes, that's how you see the world, Holy Spirit. Like, this is how you see it. Right. And it's so wonderful. Even the things of life, you can see the cycle of it. And how it also attributes to the yeah. way God sees us in his image as well. Mm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to just put it there. But I'm going to <laughs> that, that was really beautiful. Thank you. But you did ask a question. What's the confidence? Yeah, just like I just wanted to leave my audience with that statement. Just walking in our new identity with confidence. And just kind of like letting you, you know answer or share like what that means to you walking in confidence mm-hmm. in Christ it's, it's really getting to know more of him um he's for each season he's going to call you more and higher into him and in that it increases your confidence um so the intimacy portion is quite important mm-hmm. and he requires us to start sharing the smallest of things that you may not even think is important but he wants to know all those things right Mm. and as you start delving and start telling him all those things you start growing confident that he knows how to hold your heart and he knows that your heart and your spirit is delicate Mm. um and so he's a faithful father that will carry the most delicate thing on this earth and still mold it and tell you that it may be the most delicate but it's the most powerful thing as well Mm. um your spirit may be uh delicate and you yourself are delicate but in your delicacy um in in you being delicate i am strong Mm. and when you're exchanging that when god is depositing that back into you when you're feeling weak and you're saying, I'm strong in your weakness, he's literally building you up for your confidence in him, right? Um, it's kind of like, and I think of God as my husband. Yes. 
um, Christ as my husband. And so when I think of that, it's like when you are when you are married, we're not married yet, but when you are in, in a marriage with somebody or in a relationship with somebody, the the smallest things that you share with them, the most intimate things that you share with them, the things that caused you trauma and you share those things with them, the secrets of your heart that you're afraid to let other people know you share with them, the more you share with them and the more you realize they're good keepers of those mm. things and they um, they don't use it to harm you, they don't use it to manipulate you, but they genuinely, genuinely care about what you tell them and they guard it with their heart it creates this sort of unbreakable bond and this confidence that I can go to you no matter what and I can be who I am in you because I know you're going to stand firm I know how faithful you are I know who you are as God and I'm learning who you are as God but because you've been so faithful with little that I share I know you're going to be faithful with a lot and so that helps in in building my confidence because I no longer I'm no longer at that place where I feel that because I'm imperfect God is going to ditch me because I am imperfect and I don't want the world to see that I'm imperfect um he's going to run away from me it's things like that that builds my confidence. Um, and also when God starts to display bouts of, I don't want to say bouts, but he always displays stuff. You just have to listen and watch. Um, but when I'm able to capture things the way that God wants me to capture them or to experience things the way God wants me to experience them, it gives me confidence. Um, yes. Because it's like, oh, I'm not crazy. Like, <laughs> you're so awesome in this way to show me this. Like, even when you're leading worship, like mm. praise and worship, right? Like, sometimes you may not even feel like, man, I don't know if I'm giving my best or I don't know if I'm in the spirit, right? Yes. But then, <laughs> no, for real. Coming for the edges. <laughs> no, but then when you guys are done, it's like people are like, oh my gosh, that, that praise and worship was like, it took me to a whole different Literally. Level. And I'm and like, you're sitting there like, what? how? When? <laughs> Literally. Like, where? Girl, I cannot tell you how many times. Were you I there when I was there? That. Yeah. No, yeah. but it's that is like, because you may not even feel like your best. But then sometimes you feel like, oh, I'm not feeling my best. That means I'm not at my best. And that's a lie. You may not be Ooh, feeling your best, but yes. the Holy Spirit is going to compensate and, and come in and be able to guide you to, to to do your best. Yes. So that's the kind of thing that gives me confidence. Like mm. Just walking in Christ and getting to know a little bit more of Him and a little bit more of me in Him and falling in love with that. Yes. Um... And loving that. Because I didn't. And I still struggle with that sometimes. Mm, same here. Um, because sometimes, like, for example, just be real vulnerable. Like, sometimes I, I think, 
um, in the, I didn't know I talk a lot. (laughs) And to be fair with you, I didn't really think about it. But then when it came to my mind, I was like, because there were times when I know when other people talk a lot, I get irritated sometimes. (laughs) You're like, uh, come on. (laughs) I'm like, can you let it end, please? Like, we're going on for 30 minutes now. And I had to read somewhere where it's like the things that you that you don't like about other people, you have to check yourself too because that's probably <laughs> that's what you're doing. So true. And then when Mama P was like, "Oh, you talk a lot," I'm like, "What? No, don't tell me I'm what I don't <laughs> like." Ooh. Um, and that's something I currently don't like right now. Oh. <laughs> to be on, and to be honest, it's not. It's not. Um. I don't even know if I say I don't. I'm saying I don't like it because I don't like it when other, like, I'm learning how to um, adjust to people talking a lot. And I think the reason why I don't, I'm having a hard time understanding it is because when I was younger, I didn't, I wasn't able to talk a lot. So mm. I think I learned how to keep my mouth shut. But that didn't necessarily mean that I wasn't a talkative person. Because I probably was a very talkative child. <laughs> I know I was. But I was... But I because of my environment, mm-hmm. I learned to shut up. Mm. And I'm no longer under that environment anymore. So I think my real self is coming out. So I'm probably <laughs> quite talkative. I and love I'm that learning, about you though. Yeah, and I'm learning that now... And I'm I, I'm uncomfortable with it. I don't want to say I don't I hate it. Mm-hmm. What it is is I'm comfortable I'm uncomfortable with it because that's something that I didn't like in somebody else. And so now that I'm realizing like that's what I carry too, I'm just like, okay, Ruby, it looks like you're like them. So mm. you have to just understand that there's a reason why God made you this way right. to right. talk a lot. Um. And to be okay with it. Mm. Because that's probably part of my ministry. But because I, I I didn't understand that before, I just kept my mouth shut. Because I didn't think my feelings mattered. I didn't think my opinions mattered. And it was also like shunned. Shunned, yeah. And it's crazy how a lot of the gifts that we hold or possess when we're younger, they tend to be shunned. And you yeah. know, when you do that to a little kid, it's like killing their pride and joy. Because yeah. they have so much zeal yeah and, i mean so much zealousness and so much um i don't know vitality or curiosity for life like they just they they're just bright yeah. very bright you know innocent children yeah. and when you shun those very things that they have wisdom or knowledge of or even just they're gifted at yeah. it can really put you know it can dampen their spirit it can put a stumbling block there it, it does it does um, and so when you're coming into Christ, it's like the things that you knew of, that you thought you knew of yourself in the past is no longer mm. what you, you, you actually were, um, when, when, um, when you first came on earth or when you first birthed, um, without, without people putting certain societal expectations mm. on you. When you're called into Christ, it's like some of the things that you always were before people started changing you and you started changing you. When it starts to come forward, it's like, okay, now I have to kind of get used to what the new normal looks like. Um, 
Yeah, it's 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 um interesting because sometimes now I because I'm aware of it now, it's like I try to quench it, but I can't. <laughs> I try because mm-hmm. I'm just like I don't want to have to talk too much, and and then it's just like no, you can't like. <laughs> I get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're like, saying. Like even some of these questions that you asked me, it should have really probably taken me five minutes to answer them. <laughs> but I, I literally went through an entire encyclopedia just to get to the conclusion. <laughs> but you know what? In that though, it's gonna help someone open their mind up to what we were saying, what we were talking about. Like somebody's gonna be able to take those nuggets that you dropped. Yeah. While we were speaking, and be like, huh? I never thought about that. Yeah, I, you know. Yeah, no, I get, I get what you're saying. It still has to sit. It still has to sit right with my spirit. <laughs> because I'm just like Ruby. Like you could have answered this in five minutes, but I think that's how my brain is just wired. Like I try to get to the answer as quickly as possible, <laughs> but I go everywhere, and then when I get to the end, it connects everything that I said from the beginning to the end. But then it was just like, you could have just went like this. Right. But you went like, (laughs) the question was here. You went like this. Then you went like this. Then you went back like this. I'm like, oh my God. I don't know. Um, But I think part of that is also because... I talk like the way I process stuff in my head. Mmm... And so I may already have an answer, but I don't get to the answer because I need to start from the beginning to tie back in to the beginning. Like, I need to start from the beginning to get to the end so that I can tie the end back to the beginning. I get you. Yeah, it's 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 a lot going on in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot going on in here. I I, I definitely... Well, like to be able to sit in somebody's chair and then they just hear me and then just be like, you have a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and I want you to experience what I have in here because I just can't be the only one hearing this. No, right you're now, not. You know? And you're not. Do you find yourself being talkative or you're kind of the person that says things briefly and you keep it moving? Because I feel like you, you in Bible study, you talk too. I do. I mean, I feel like it's both for me. I can't really pick one or the other. Because I can be very long-winded, depending on who I'm talking to and what we're talking about. Okay. Because growing up, I was pretty talkative too. But, like, I was told, you know, by my teachers, like, or no, how about this? My teachers would actually tell my parents. Like, oh, that's what they do. Yeah, yeah they're like, yeah, yes, your child. <laughs> they're like, your child's talking too much. God forbid you like, go on home. the report card. Yes, that's the one. Like, she's very she's smart, very but smart, she's very yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and yes. I would get in trouble for that. And I'm just like, okay. So then I became like very like reclusive. Yeah, like, just like okay, I'm just gonna sit in my little corner. Yeah, and just... yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did not like that. Yeah, and I think. It was the same for me too. Like once I was able to experience a level of freedom, yeah. where I didn't have to be so like quiet all the time, or like watch the teacher's every move, I was like, yes, I can open up open and have up. more conversation with people. Open, <laughs> open the, the gates of hell. 
but seriously. Yes. Like I I actually love deep intimate conversations. Yeah. I don't like surface level conversations. Granted, sometimes you gotta just get to the point where you're trying to figure something yep. out. Yep. But when I'm just like sitting down like this and just yep. having conversations with people, like I really don't mind it because yep. it's something that I get to experience. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, God, help me to stay in the moment. Because, you know, sometimes you get real, like, lost in thought. And you're like, okay, what the heck did you just say? Because yeah. my brain, brain to, shut down. Yeah, I Took thought about everywhere. what am I doing tomorrow? What am I, what am I putting part. on tomorrow? What yep. am I eating? Like, yep. just random stuff that has nothing to do with the conversation. Yeah. So I think God has been working on me with that. Just staying present in the moment. Yeah. And not losing train of thought. But I love, I enjoy having deep conversations. I really do. Yeah. And this was great. Yeah. This is. is a really great I episode. Enjoyed I enjoyed it. Yeah. I can't wait to share this. Listen, I'm going to have to hear it myself. I'm like, wow, Ruby, your head's going through all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I um, I enjoy it. I think this is some things that like, and I think even you were part of our little chat session. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love stuff like that. I think when you get women together or just a group of people together and just yeah. talking about, like, what's going on in life? Like, what's right. your headspace at? Like, what yeah. is going through your mind in this moment? Like, I think things like that leaves a lot of, um, opens up the door for people to be vulnerable and to just talk freely without having to have a certain set of expectations or um emotion about oh my god Mm. would this person care yeah what i'm about to say Um, wow yeah i'm feeling safe to say it i think that's really um important but we'll see I mean, I feel like this thing has probably been about two, three hours. Yeah, but I'm going to break it up into parts. Lord, please. <laughs> I'm probably going to have like a part one and part two. Um, but we are actually at the very end mm-hmm. of this episode. Aww. Yeah, so all right, I'm excited for this part. It's time for the Down to Earth special segment. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, each day of the week, I basically came up with, like, fun activities to do at the end of the podcast. Okay. Um, and so, for today's theme, it is called Thankful Thursday. So, what are you thankful for? Or can you share something you're grateful for in your walk with God? And then I'll share afterwards. I am grateful that he saw me fit mm. to be chosen. Ooh, that's so good. Um, mm. And he loved me even in my iniquities and in my sin mm. to um, bless me with a lot. Wow. Even though he took some things away, uh-huh. I know there are things that were taken away temporarily. Uh-huh. And he's going to replace them with things of him mm. that can never fade or never be taken away or can never be a-, a sorrow added to it. I'm waiting on those things. However, I am quite grateful 
that he chose to have a relationship with me. Because, of course, I chose to walk with him because mm-hmm. he was always there. But I'm grateful that he extended his hand out for me to reach out and just touch the tip of his finger. Mm-hmm. And... um that's so good. And to be to be called his daughter. I'm grateful for that. Um, wow. I find myself praying that a lot lately. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, thank you, Lord, for just choosing me as your daughter. Yeah. Seeing that there was something in me. I mean, you already knew it was something inside of me. But, but you have to decide that. Yeah. You have to decide whether he knew that in you. But it was also up to you to choose him. But because you chose him, he already called you daughter. He wow. just was waiting for you to say, you're my father now, too. Mm. continue. That's, I mean, that just kind of, that's my answer, too. That's something, because I was thinking, like, okay, what's something that I'm grateful for? But when you opened your mouth and started speaking on that, I'm like, that's something I am truly grateful for. Yeah. Every, I mean, there's a bunch of other things that I can definitely be grateful for. But just knowing that God chose me where I was a few years ago, yeah. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. that in itself makes me fall in love with him even more. Yeah. Because it's like, in spite of everything that I was going through and that I was at the time, you decided that you love all of me. And you want all of me. All of me. And, ooh, I'm not going to get in you know, in depth about this right now because it's going to be for another episode. But yeah. that's something I desire in a husband, too. It's like someone that loves me for me. And even in spite of everything that they know about me, still chooses to love me. The thought of that makes me want to cry. Let but me, I'm, I'm going to keep let, it together. Let me know when the episode drops. <laughs> I will, sis. Because I, I had that prophesied over me. like Wow. That God handpicks a husband that will love you and wouldn't make you feel like you're weird or that make you feel like um feel like you're just a number you're just somebody Mm. but he's going to love you in spite of yeah um wow and that's even scary because Mm. because can you imagine somebody i I don't want to i don't know if scary is even the word but it's daunting in the sense that like Imagining somebody loving you and because you you still even struggle to love certain parts of yourself because you there may be certain parts of yourself that you're like God I don't like this I don't like me I don't like this part of me and imagining God saying I want that part of you though mm. I love you in spite of that part of you and then God also then blessing you with a husband that says. I love you in spite of those things, those imperfections that you don't like about yourself. I love you and I'm staying with you in spite of those Mm. things. And I struggled with that. Mm. 
Yeah, I struggle with that. Because even with Mama P, like, at the beginning of our relationship, I didn't want her to see me when I was feeling ugly. Mm. Or I didn't like stuff about myself. And she literally had to come up to me and say, like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, mm. you think you when you reveal certain things to me, like, I'm going to leave you? I'm not going anywhere. And that broke me. Because I, I felt... Mm. I felt like I was dirty, not because of her, but like, I didn't like myself. I mm. didn't like any part of myself. So when God started revealing the ugly side of myself, like a uh, ugly side of me to myself, I didn't want anybody to get close to me to experience that because I still wanted to show people that I was perfect. Oof, and I, and I struggle I, with that too. Yeah, the image part of things. And I, mm. and I didn't want them to see that ugly side. I didn't want them to see me as human. And that's essentially what it is. We all we all have ugly sides. Yeah. Um. But when Mama P said that, I was like, and that's God's attitude towards, towards us. And, and when she said that, I was mm-hmm. like, um, that's weird. Why are you mm. Why are you not running away? Because I was expecting her to reject me because I've already rejected myself. Mm-mm. Wow. But God had to sh- tell her. Um, God had speak through her to let me know like she wasn't going to go anywhere and it was the same because it was the Christ in her that made her not want to leave and that's to me Christ telling me that he wasn't going to leave God telling me that he wasn't going to leave either. and that's the love of Christ and that's the love of Christ wow so I'm grateful I am absolutely grateful because he not only chose us but he chose us because of his love. But he chose us to also be part of his kingdom to war against the enemy. He chose us to be generational curse breakers. Mm. He showed us, he chose us to be a light to the world. He chose us to illustrate and to display his love to the world through us as vessels Mm. so there's so many things that comes with him choosing us and us choosing to go on a walk with him right um and it's all a a wonderful experience that um requires you to go through fire Mhm. Oh, child, that fire, honey. <laughs> um, Bye. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's all consuming fire. He's all consuming God. Mhm. And we need to go to that fire. We need to be burned because the closer we get to Him, the more of our flesh is dying, which means the mm-hmm. more of us is burning. Like you're getting close to the sun, so you're burning. You're literally burning your flesh off. To be in his presence and choosing to be around that is is wonderful. Yes. That's it for me. And I need a new vocabulary from literally. <laughs> me too. <laughs> it's like I, I didn't even think I said it that many times until I started talking. I like I, I started talking and I was like, how many times, girl? It's like saying like like like. <laughs> Same here. Same. We live I can learn. attest to that, yes. Oh, girl. 
if you hear more than five times of that thing, delete the literally. <laughs> delete it. It was never there. It was never said. Cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. Now you're not going to cut it out. Okay. Before we close out, um, I want to first thank you, Ruby, for being a part of my very first season um, and just the premiere of Down to Earth. Can you share with the listeners where maybe they can connect with you? I don't know if you're on social media. I don't media. have social media. I'm, okay. not, I'm not as cool as everybody else. <laughs> I am not as cool, but um, I'm pretty sure... Uh, well, I can say this: we connected at CU. There we go. So, if you want to connect to her, come on to that deliverance ministry. Okay. Deliverance prophetic ministry. Come Period. on, and, and you'll this is my good me. sis right yes. here. Yes, definitely. Yes, yes. yes. Love you. Love you too. Love you too. <laughs> Love you much. Oh. I am so proud of you for doing this. Thank I think you. when I'm listening to your points and the way you run through things, it's like you're really gifted in words too. Wow, thank you. And type and like literally putting your thoughts. Ooh, there comes the literal. <laughs> putting your thoughts so well and eloquently together. Um, eloquently together. It's it's really like your mind, you have a beautiful mind. Um Wow, thank you, Ruby. Yeah. I was listening to you, I'm like, man. You put things together so well. Your word, the way to transition. Wow. Um, I'm over here blushing. <laughs> no, it's really good. Thank you. I see I see you really doing this really well. Um Yeah. Thank You're gifted you. in that. Do you write a lot? I do. And it shows. Wow. It really shows. It really shows. I wouldn't be surprised if you write a book. <laughs> I think somebody said that to me before. No. Either that, you can write um, either, I don't want to say self-help book, but like you can write little, you know, little books or I have a journal encouraging, book. encouraging uh, words of books. You have a journal? Yeah, a journal yeah. book that I came out with this year. Um, This woman that... You did Yeah. But I, I would actually love to write and publish my own book like i see it yeah it's it's in the works i know it's in the works and it's gonna be unorthodox i don't want to do it the traditional way i want to do it in a very creative and artistic way yeah so it's in the works god is really holy spirit is giving me the 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 insight good the more i've been praying about it and seeking him on it but yeah i came out with the journal book this year it's called never look back and this this woman that I was on a prayer call with, um, we were in the group together. She just randomly asked me, like, you know, would you be interested in, like, publishing your own, like, journal book? And yeah. I was like, wow, like, yeah, I'll be so interested. Yeah. Like, I've never thought about doing something like yeah. that before. And so this is when I was still living in Japan. And um, I was actually on vacation before I came back yeah. um, at in Tokyo. And I took some time. I spent the whole night in my hotel room. From the night to the morning came up pretty much just writing out everything. And then I sent it over to the team and they sketched it out and designed it for me. Wow. So I was just like very thankful for that because I'm like, God, you opened up a whole nother door that I didn't even think that I was capable of doing. You know what I'm saying? And so now that's inspired me to want to do even more or go even further. 
So, yeah. That's awesome. No, mm-hmm. yeah, continue this. Thank you, love. Yeah, girl, I'm going to get better at it too, honey. Thank you. So, before we end, um, you know, I'll say the ending credits, I guess, yeah. if you will. <laughs> I like to close out in prayer. So, we're going to say a quick little prayer together. Heavenly Father, um, we just thank you for this time. Um, I thank you for my sister Ruby and her life, her beautiful life and her beautiful spirit. I thank you, God, for bringing us together and even for allowing me to come into her home Mm -hmm. to record this episode today. Um, I'm just so blessed to know her and I pray that you continue to elevate us and continue to strengthen our walk Mm -hmm. and our relationship not only with you, but also among each other, God. Mm -hmm. I pray that we would help edify and exhort one another on our most holiest faith, God. Mm -hmm. And I pray that you continue to do marvelous things in her life, God. Mm -hmm. And I pray that even through this episode of us talking and just laughing and conversing with one another, God, that it would just bring healing Mm -hmm. and bring um, new wisdom and just a fresh fire Mm -hmm. all over again um we thank you lord for your your power we thank you lord for your presence we thank you lord for your love Mm -hmm. and we just seal this prayer in the blood of jesus Mm -hmm. and we ask god that those that will listen to this in the future god that they will be blessed and touched by these very words Mm -hmm. and that they would find refreshment for their soul god Mm -hmm. it is not us but it is you in us working Mm -hmm all things together mm-hmm. for our good mm-hmm. and we just say thank you and it's in mm-hmm. jesus name we pray amen amen, amen. so until next time yeah, yeah. thank you for tuning in be sure to follow the podcast ministry on instagram at down to earth and like the facebook page under the same name and also don't forget to check out my website www.desireelene.com <laughs> All right. I love y'all. Love (laughs) y'all. Hey, guys. Thank you so much again for tuning in today, Down to Earth fam. And if you like this episode, please be sure to comment, like, and share this with your friends and family and tell them all about it. I love you guys so much, and I'll see you in the next one.